All right. <laughs> uh, welcome back to another episode of Girls with Fun. Woo. I'm going to stop you there. Do not ask me how I'm doing um, because we already know how I'm doing. For our listeners that don't know, Kalea has titled this episode Our 13th Reason, and I don't know if that's the final name that will stick or not, but we recorded for like over an hour and 50 minutes, right? Almost a two-hour podcast last night, and um, the software I used was glitching so hard that I lost my half of the two-hour file, which like extra sucks for you because you have your half, and yet here we are. Here we are recording the same conversation that we literally had yesterday. So if this doesn't work tonight, I'm I'm done podcasting. I don't know exactly. I don't have an answer. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So if our vibes seem off, you know why. Uh, I think the vibes will be fun. I was super hyped about this episode yesterday, maybe less hyped to have the same two hour conversation a second day, but like, it's still a fun topic. So I guess we'll be okay. I'm going to try so hard, I promise, but (laughs) I can't. Um, Also, this may be like largely unedited. So just brace yourself if you hear like wild stuff going on in the track, strange noises. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we say something absurd just take it <laughs> yeah. yeah for real please do not hold us to anything <laughs> in this episode because we had scheduled for today to be our editing day and we are out of time so this will be a fully stream of consciousness conversation and if you've ever wondered how Kalea and I are when we talk to each other without editing like this is the anthropological episode <laughs> for you <laughs> Oh boy. <sighs> Not weeping openly on the track. Um, <laughs> so one thing that we had kind of forgotten to talk about yesterday, and I want to make sure we don't forget today, was to talk about the movie, the con well, not really a movie, the like delayed stream concert performance in theaters mm-hmm. on Saturday. Um I guess how was your experience? How did it compare to your experience in Tampa like give me the full breakdown (laughs) um so yeah I think I talked about in the last episode or two that I went to see love yourself in theaters um I think that was like 2018 I was a little worried because that experience was wild um (laughs) but this time around was much better and I had a really good time um I went with a friend and we went to a a pretty bougie style theater. Um, it was one of those theaters where they serve you while you are watching the film. Um, so it was an entire experience. Very expensive experience, but it was an experience. Um, <laughs> and uh, But yeah, it was like really fun. Um, I feel like ARMY and there were really um, respectful kind of like I don't want to say it was an older crowd it was diverse but I don't know maybe because it was a a theater where they have to seat you and and serve you it was like a older crowd probably also because you probably had to be 21 to go at this theater because they were serving you drinks Hmm. that's what I'm thinking 
Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But <clears throat> anyway. Um, yeah, it was really fun. We were all like really enjoying ourselves. Um, you know, it was like modest um, screaming when needed, clapping, you know, when necessary. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, we were all like dancing and vibing and stuff. So yeah, it was, it was a really fun time. So I enjoyed it. I don't think I've ever been to a movie theater where they're actively serving you food during the show. That sounds like a really fun thing that I want to try out. <laughs> I've done it once before in Tampa. But yeah, um, it's not something I normally do. So that I feel like that completely elevated the experience, right? Um, it was like really nice, like recliner seats. The whole theater was also like orange, so it was permission to dance themed. So it was super cute. Um, a few of us had like our light sticks with us as well. Not like on all the time, but there was a certain time where we turned them on um, during that part of the show where they have like the whole army bond wave or whatever. And so we were um, really in the moment. Um, otherwise, I was like shaking my army bomb and stuff. So yeah, it was a really fun time. Something you mentioned yesterday that we are laughing about <laughs> me telling about the moment may not fully recreate it but um how bright the army bomb like version for se whatever it is is compared to the version three and i was cracking up because i was like very self-conscious to turn my army <laughs> bomb on i did do it a few times um when it seemed like other people had theirs on but it did feel like it should make the like lightsaber powering <laughs> on sound. yeah um that version four is nuts in a dark theater um I see why some theaters are like yeah not allowed because <laughs> it is super bright um and at one point there was someone in the theater who was like darn it I should have brought my army bomb because <laughs> it was only like a few of us that had it and of course there was that like word going around that like you probably shouldn't bring it or at least there was like one theater that was saying they weren't allowed so I see why there like wasn't a lot of people that brought it, but the few of us who did, I think there was just, I don't know. It wasn't that many people, but my friend and I had like the version four. And then there was a few people in front of us at the version three and you could just see like the complete difference. Like theirs was like a, you know, a pretty like decent little light going, but ours was just like <laughs> radiating. <laughs> it's absolutely wild. I was like, yeah, we can't keep these on the whole time. Like got to turn these off. Yeah. I went to, I guess, a more quote unquote regular theater. Um, it still had like the really nice comfy recliner chairs. So I never really thought I'd like go to a BDS, BTS, geez, what am I doing? <laughs> BTS <laughs> uh, concert, like lying down, um, you know, or kicked back, but it was pretty comfy. Um, there were people that had their army bombs on at various points, but I tried to keep mine kind of down and in front of me, right? Like, not arm fully up in the air like I do at concerts um just because I'm not trying to be that person blinding everyone behind me yeah um but yeah it was super fun the vibe was good um I took my like Koya headband so I think my local friend was somewhat perplexed by like me bringing my army bomb or my like headband but you know what if you know you know so, <laughs> um yeah it was a fun experience and I think seeing it on like such a big screen 
was cool because obviously I'd seen the like VCR videos at the concert directly, but there was so much more like detail that I was noticing seeing it that big, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had a good time. Yesterday I was like, I would go to like the live play in person. (laughs) Like I would go to do this. Now, I don't know if I want to fly all the way out there just to go to the live play, but I'm like, the experience I had in the theater was so fun. I could see why, like, you'd want to go to the live play. It's really enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, I would still prefer, like, I would never choose the live play over, like, being in the concert venue, but it is comfortable and you do have an amazing view given the camera work, right? So definitely could make sense in certain instances. Yeah. Um, one thing you mentioned yesterday that I want to give you a chance to, like, fangirl over again was the red on fits or, like, for the first three songs, that switch from, like, the all-white fits to the white and red. Ah, yes. Um. Mm. (laughs) That sounded ridiculous, but... The um, new additions to their fits, uh, I mean, they had, like, a, I don't want to say a complete wardrobe change, but maybe it was complete. Was every outfit different? It was definitely different when they were doing, like, um, you know, the part where they get on the carts and stuff like that. They had, like, these green outfits on, um, like, bandana-style-looking outfits. Um, I keep thinking about that cute hat. Now I'm doing that on. Um, but the the outfits at the beginning, the out the white outfits were already like a lot, right? <laughs> they were already a lot, but adding that like blood red additions, I should say the blood red additions to the suits, outfits, whatever. I can't think; my brain is mush. Um, it was. What else can I say? It was hot. Like, <laughs> I don't it. Um, it was like, I don't know. It just elevated the look. Hobie being like in full red. I don't know. It was absolutely insane. And then like that like super gritty font they had for like, we don't need permission at the beginning just made like permission to dance seem like, <laughs> I don't know. It was like a permission to dance AU, like the emo version or something. I don't know. It was wild. It was a great experience. I think I said this yesterday. I think I said all of this yesterday. No, um, but Jimin was wrecking me so hard throughout this entire performance. And I'm like, how is that even possible that he's wrecking me, given that he's already my bias and was since, like, day one? But, like, the red sheer, like, undershirt, first of all. I offer no additional comment at this juncture. Um... (laughs) But, like, the way he was dancing so hard, like, six weeks after having his appendix out and having COVID simultaneously, um, his new tattoos that he had on display. um, I use this, like, gif all the time in our group chat, but for anyone that watched Avatar The Last Airbender, there was this one, like, Water Tribe fanboy, and he's just, like, foaming at the mouth and then faints, and I feel like that's my default (laughs) setting when it comes to Park Jimin, so. Anyway, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I said it yesterday, and so I have to say it again. Um, 
rest in peace to like Yoongi and Jin's long hair. I knew it was going to go, but I didn't want to see it go. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, a bit sad. Also, to Jungkook's eyebrow piercing, which is no longer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious if that's like a long term thing or if that's just temporary. But I think you were saying they close up pretty quick. So I guess we'll see. Only time will tell. Yeah, I guess um, <laughs> we can jump into our main topic, um, especially given that we're not editing this. If you are under the age of 18, please leave now. Um, <laughs> I don't wish to corrupt anyone the way my file from yesterday was corrupted, right? Like never to be <laughs> recovered, right? So um, if you're a youth, skip this episode and come back when you're 18. Um, yeah, I think I gave a similar disclaimer yesterday, but I don't remember exactly what I said, but the point is made. Proceed at your own risk from here on out. Yes. Um, our topic today is going to be on fan fiction, fan fiction, hence the disclaimer. Um, and again, please remember we are largely not editing this, so... <laughs> it might get wild. Just, just this is that. quite the one to like not be editing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm. I am excited about this topic. I was more excited about this topic yesterday. <laughs> um. But it was a fun discussion, and so I think, um, we kicked it off with kind of a question about our personal past experience with fan fictions then and now kind of like any changes we may have noticed over time um and then we also kind of talked about our differences in perceptions between like Wattpad, Tumblr, AO3, etc. So why don't we start there? Um well we established yesterday that you you're pretty much like a, I don't know, what do you call it? Insert reader name here. <laughs> <laughs> we were working up to that. Let them not judge me off the bat. No, no. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, fanfic reader, and I'm pretty much like a member, ex-member fanfic reader. Um, I don't know. How are we going to do, how is this going to flow? Like... <laughs> Because we started off yesterday and it was like really flowing, but you just asked three questions in one. So <laughs> where do oh, I start? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I guess I wanted to start with like your past experience. I think that's where we started yesterday. Like, were you reading fanfic for other fandoms in the past? Um, yes, I was reading other fandoms. What? I can't even talk. Yes, I was reading other fanfics in the past for other fandoms. Um, I'm not someone who's included or involved in fandoms outside of music um i've never really been like you know part of like a movie type fandom like harry potter or a tv show kind of fandom like supernatural or something um 
not to the extent anyway that I was reading fan fiction. Um, but yes, I do have uh, past experience reading um, fan fiction for uh, other music artists. What about you? Yeah, I think I admitted yesterday to reading, like, some Draco Hermione fanfics in middle school. Um, And we were also talking about how it was, like, I don't know if I wasn't as, like, internet literate, if it just was, like, different searching for things back in the day. But I don't think I was finding particularly high-quality fics. Um, And for me, I don't think it started until I had, like, my own iPod touch or whatever it was that had internet access because like we had a family computer with dial up internet, but that was like for homework only. So my introduction, I think came a little bit later. Um, I would also say, I feel like I was really into pirates of the Caribbean. Um, so I feel like I was probably searching for fanfics for that, but I don't even recall if I found any, if I did, they didn't have any kind of like, huge impact on me um I don't know if it was it like Quizilla I remember like searching for kind of like a lot of like quizzes that were fanficy, I guess um which still exists in different form right some of those BuzzFeed quizzes of like who is your soulmate or stuff like that um but yeah I would say early on it was pretty limited Um, yeah, I mean, I would agree. I guess this kind of goes into maybe the next one. Um, Mm -hmm. what do you typically, um, read fanfics on now? Um, I feel like it's definitely evolved over the years. Like you were saying, fanfics were... Probably you could find them on like forums and stuff, but now I feel like the typical things are um, typical places where you can read them is like AO3 or like Wattpad. So, where are you typically reading fan fiction? Yeah, I definitely got stuck in the Tumblr era um, and I haven't really moved on from that. So, I think I was joking yesterday that, like, as far as the types of fics I like to read, I feel like I've read pretty much everything on Tumblr, which can't like objectively be true but I haven't figured out like a better way to search on Tumblr um I almost never read on Wattpad um this is not to slander like all Wattpad writing I'm sure there's a few like diamonds in the rough or like you know um needle in a haystack type things but for me I think Wattpad in general is the worst in terms of quality um (laughs) And I think that's why I was so surprised when, like, Hybe chose to partner for the Chaco web novel with Wattpad. So I was like, out of all the ones you could partner with, like, this this is where you're going? But okay. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then in my perception, and I think this is where we started to diverge and where we started to talk about, like, me reading Reader Insert and you reading Member Member, like, I'm not really on AO3... well I I am not on AO3 in the way that I'm on Tumblr um 
I don't I have read fix on AO3 and I'm open to reading fix on AO3 but like I don't have an account where things are like bookmarked or whatever um and in my mind a lot of the fix that I see on AO3 tend to be like member x member um fix I don't know if that's true or just my own perception but at the same time I do think AO3 has a pretty high bar in terms of like quality at least in terms of like reputation I think of them as pretty high quality um well first to answer the the original question I would say that I started probably on Wattpad probably like years ago um but yeah I, I do feel like Wattpad compared to other sites it, it at least what I was reading back then, like, the quality just doesn't match. I don't know if it's different now. I don't know if that's different for, like, other fandoms or whatever. But when it comes to the stuff that I was reading, just, yeah. <laughs> Not that great. Um, uh, I also was reading things on Tumblr when I was active on Tumblr. But ever since I started my stand to it, I have not even, like, accessed my Tumblr account. It's just out there in the abyss <laughs> somewhere. Um, so now where I would typically read fake, if I was going to read it, probably would be on AO3. Mm. Um, I also don't have an AO3 account. I just have a million tabs open on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> and I just save them that way. Um... Yeah, I mean, it, it probably would be smart to make an account, but I, I don't. I just <laughs> have the tabs open on my phone. Um, to your point about AO3 being more of a member-by-member member site, I would agree. Um, and I probably should bring up what I had yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so give me a moment to find it. Probably should have written this down somewhere, but I didn't think I'd be doing this again. <laughs> um, so let me go and look for the site. Uh, this is from BTS Fic Stats Data or BTS Fic Data on Twit. And they have done an analysis of BTS Victim on AO3 for 2021, that is. Um, and so let me look at it. This is saying that I'm still trying to figure out if this is right. Do they mean like there's 42,000 fakes that were written this year or is it like 42.9? Cause that's like, I mean, 42,000 is nuts. <laughs> like, and it's a lot of fig written, but anyway. Um, let's see here. They have the ship stats. Um, and you can see the members and how they're shipped and who's in the lead. Um, of course, Taegook is in the lead. For the number of fix written in 2021 about them. Um, followed by Jigook, Yoonmin, Namjin, and Vmin. That's the top five. Um, 
let's see. Did I read that right? Yes. Did I read that right? Oh, um, yes, I am reading that right. <laughs> the, the, the ship all the way at the very bottom is Vimon. I'm assuming that's V and Namjoon. Like, is that using Ratmon? Yes, it is. Indeed. <laughs> okay. I was thinking about that yesterday afterwards, and I was like, should I comment? And then I was like, just keep it moving. Like, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, Jinmin is right above that, and then G Hope is right above Jinmin. Okay. Um, it's weird that wait, I was thinking Jinmin was Jin and Yoongi because Min Yoongi, but it's Jin and Jimin, right? Yes. Okay. I was gonna say I'm surprised given they're like fishing expeditions, but anyway. There's a pattern here, and I'm not vibing with it. Um, (laughs) There's a pattern here. All right. Towards the bottom, you have Namsuk, Tusuk, Jung-Hope, Vope, which I'm guessing is like V and J-Hope, G-Hope, Jinmin, and V-Mon, in that order. Now, I don't have to spell it out for y'all, but you know what? <laughs> anyway. We're going to do an episode. We should probably say it. We said this yesterday, but we should probably say it today. We're going to do an episode on shipping where, like, that's all we're going to talk about. And it's coming soon. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. There's some other stats here. Again, reducing this data per member. Um gives us the next chart, which also wasn't much different than any other year. Jungkook is the most popular member in FIC, and guess who's last? <laughs> J-Hope. I'm gonna have to talk with y'all right in this FIC, but you know what? We're gonna keep going, because I'm gonna touch on this later. But anyway. <laughs> um... It says the distribution of AO3 fix looks like this. Like any other year, Mocking Line leads the chart by a huge amount, followed by Yoon Hope, and then Rap Line. Anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, woo! Fluff actually leads the top. We're going to like get into genres, but like Fluff is at the top. Most of these That's interesting. Are, most of these fix are Fluff. Third angst. I'm sorry, second angst, and then third smut. I'm not reading the rest of these because they get wild. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is absolutely nuts. But anyway, <laughs> like I don't know how we can say that on the air if we can. So I won't say it out loud. I specifically remember us talking about something yesterday. I don't remember what it was, but I was like, and that's enough of that. I don't know what Spotify's like content <laughs> filters are doing. Like we have to not say what we need to say. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's that's some data there for you, at least on AO3. So to your point, I would agree. Um I think I also saw some stats elsewhere on some Reddit thread that like BTS member fix were in like the top for like the 
the entire like AO3 site, which of course includes fan fiction from fandoms on anything around the world, right? But like in like the top 20, like seven of those were related to BTS, like member by member stuff. So, um, yeah, y'all like reading that and writing it. So, (laughs) uh, I'm not here to comment. (laughs) Yeah, not casting aspersions. Yeah. Um, I think an interesting direction we went in yesterday that was not on our like pre planned list of questions was like how you see members portrayed in certain fics or like what are common tropes. I think we had asked, like, what are some common tropes that like frustrate you, which we can come back to later. But I was surprised because you raised something I never thought about. And I want to give you a chance to talk about it again was like in the member member fix, you have an odd number. And so like (laughs) you said that Hobie is always out. Yes. Um, And as you can see from the data, which now supports my theory. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Usually when they do like member by member fix, sometimes the writers will try and fit all seven members into the fic, right? The the fic might be more centered on one or two couples, but somehow they will try and fit all of them in there. And, like, there's this, like, joke or this tweet or someone was saying that, like, you know, in fic, they'll, like, try and fit all the members in there. For whatever reason, they'll put, like, Hobie as, like, the damn bus driver. Like, it's just, like, the most irrelevant role in the fic. It makes no sense. Like... (laughs) I'm asking y'all to do a better job. Why is he always, like, the one that's, like, left out <laughs> in the group? Like, he's never part of, like, any of the couples. Like, it just, it doesn't make any sense. I know that member, or reader insert fic has, like, kind of a questionable reputation, which, like, I'll stand behind her. Like, she's, <laughs> but, um, I guess a benefit of reader insert fic is that suddenly you have eight, right? So (laughs) that was like something I was not even really aware of, but something I commented on, which was definitely off script from last night was like, why is Jackson Wong always hosting the parties? Like (laughs) he has no other role in like BTS fanfic except as like the frat guy party host. And like, I guess do we collectively like all love Jackson Wong and he seems like a fun guy who would have amazing parties. Like what is the hold that Jackson Wong has on like the frat party host and fic? I would like to know. I don't know. I do find it incredibly interesting. Um, I think a lot more people like God seven than they want to allude to, but (laughs) that's just me. (laughs) I just think it's funny because, like, it's rarely even any other member of GOT7. Like, Jin Young might be present, but he's not, like, the frat guy party host. Maybe he doesn't give that image or, like, JP. No, Jin Young would never you know. throw up. <laughs> yeah. No, so, no, he doesn't give that image. <laughs> it's just, it's always Jackson. <laughs> always Jackson. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I guess we're like wading into this territory kind of naturally and I'm following the questions a bit less than I was last night just because we did that last night. (laughs) Um, 
But you mentioned like fluff is first in the AO3 like rankings, followed by um, angst and then smut. Um, which we don't have to necessarily go into that, but I guess like in general, are there tropes that you like, like supernatural tropes? I mean, I'm offering that up because we'll get there in a minute, right? But um, like, I know there's a lot of like frat guy party, like college AUs. There's a lot of different, mm-hmm. I mean, you can take it literally any direction. Like when you're looking for a fic, are there certain genres or things that you look for? I'm not really like picky. I guess for me, it depends on like how good you make your your description to hook me in. If it's like you know a I don't know a coffee shop fic where like the reader or one of the members like falls in love with the barista behind the bar, then like I'm down. Like I'll read it. But also if it's like some high fantasy fic where like OT seven or fairies. <laughs> like I'm like I'll read it too right like um it just depends on the writing style um I'm definitely more of a fluff person um I'm not really trying to read the like long drawn out angsty stuff like it just it just stresses me out I love a good long fic right mm-hmm. but like just the painstaking like angst and like come on (laughs) (laughs) come on like this is a lot yeah I can do like fluff with angst I can handle like mid story angst but it has to end on a high note right like I need something (laughs) cute and fluffy I'm not trying to like ugly cry and have an existential crisis especially because I'm usually reading at like two in the morning right I'm not trying to like spiral so I do heavily gravitate towards like fluff as well and um I think we were touching on this yesterday and I, I realized like all of it is fiction and what people like in fiction does not necessarily uh like indicate an endorsement of that in real life but any of the like I can handle, like, a little bit possessive, but any of, like, the, like, Eandre fix or fix where they're treating the reader or presumably each other in the member member fix, like, crap, I'm like, no, not about it. I agree. So, um, I guess I went into, like, some negative ones, but yeah, on the positive side, I kind of prefer fluff. I heavily lean towards, like, supernatural, um, fantasy um like sci-fi alien like anything super unrealistic basically (laughs) (laughs) I mean at this point why not (laughs) yeah those are fun yeah there's only so much like I met you on the street and I fell in love with you stories you can read like let's switch it up (laughs) and we were talking about it yesterday but I personally speaking like of course everyone has their own taste but personally speaking I do not like idol AUs I don't like the whole like Tay sees you at a concert and you are suddenly dating because he invites you backstage like I don't know why that seems unrealistic to me but like and like the aliens don't but (laughs) (laughs) like I just I can't I I just like can't really get immersed in that world and I don't know if it's because it's like 
semi veering away from fiction or if I have reservations about like someone being real Delulu. I, I have no idea, but I just don't personally like them. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't really read too much like reader member fig, so I can't really. I mean, I guess it depends on how it's written. It depends for me. So you're like quality above all else, not necessarily yeah. genre. Yeah, like if I start reading, like the first chapter is whack, like I'm not reading this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm turning this. I'm, well, I'm not turning it off. I'm exiting out of this page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I talked about this, but I really struggle with like grammatical errors like I realize people are writing this for free out of the goodness of their hearts and maybe they didn't have anyone like beta read before they post it and so like I'll give a few free passes but at some point my like grammar police side like I think yesterday I mentioned like phase f-a-z-e-d versus p-h-a-s-e-d and like that one in particular really stands out and the other one is like why is everyone always carding everyone else's hair just stop stop (laughs) touching people's hair (laughs) exactly i don't know but i think people like see something they like and get inspired by it and there's certain phrases that just like absolutely take off in fan fiction like smirk is in every story i've ever read at least once like you could legit make a drinking game 100 percent. take a shot every time somebody says green orbs or <laughs> orbs period instead of yeah <laughs> What else? Like, yearning. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like, miscommunication is the crux of all fakes, but it's also, like, the crux of all TV shows and all books. I'm like, (laughs) we could be done with this in two chapters if you all just communicate. (laughs) (laughs) I said some things that I don't like inadvertently when trying to talk about things I like. Are there things that will, like, immediately turn you off from a fic? Or, again, don't really care, just quality? Well, I mentioned yesterday, like, the reason why I don't really read, um, like, reader member fics is because I have, I find a, I find it hard to find, like, a YN fic where they're, like, non-descriptive about what the reader looks like, Right? There's always some mention of what the reader looks like, and it never fits me, so it takes me out of, um, it takes me out of the story, right? I'm going to assume, at least from the stuff I read largely, (laughs) that the writers of these fan fictions are, like, white. So, when they're describing themselves... Usually they're, like, describing themselves as, like, a white woman. At least when, like, especially when I was reading, like, One Direction figs. Every single one of them was like, um, you know, YN ties up like her blonde hair and like <laughs> Harry, Harry touched her like uh, YN's pale skin. It's just like, okay, like, okay, I get it. <laughs> like, that's how, that's what you look like as the writer. But um, everyone reading it does not look like you. So, you know, it it's hard for me to read those fics, right? Um, 
the lack of like diversity and like what the reader could look like is why I just tend to lean towards more um member ex member fix. Yeah. And I think that's true for a lot of readers. I think I said yesterday I try to stay away from any that describe too clearly like the reader. Um because again, maybe not everyone is like feminine presenting, right? Or like yeah. I'm sure there's like, you know, male and non-binary readers out there that just want to like enjoy the fic and are taken out of that story similarly or you know, when it's like he embraced her tiny body, you know, like the vast majority of people are not like that much smaller, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. The worst trope, hands down, has to be whatever was running through people's minds at one point in time where, like, the reader gets, like, sold into, like, essentially, like, sex slavery to, like, whatever group or, like, member. Like, I don't don't know what the obsession was where, like, reader gets sold to this group by their parent or something and now they're like being held hostage by them i i don't get it i don't i don't know why that was a thing like every fig started like that um it was very strange um i hope we've all like moved past that (laughs) as a collective yeah yesterday when we were talking i was trying to think about like why that might be and i don't even have answers for like why that might be like yesterday was like maybe they feel like out of control in their situation no I don't know what is that like yeah I just don't get why you would romanticize and like glorify that like there's nothing good about that like what's not right fix about it you said something funny yesterday about like parents and fic it's like being the Disney parents like always absent or like horrible (laughs) or like dead and I found that really hilarious in a really messed up way well, because just like, why would your parents sell you to One Direction? Like, let's talk. <laughs> May I recommend therapy? <laughs> exactly. Just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Do we feel like there's any tropes that are overdone? For sure. Um, and I think this is where we were talking about. Um, kind of where they diverge a bit in member member versus reader insert fix but I feel like I cannot I do read them but if I read too many I catch myself starting to like eye roll a bit where like if Yoongi or like Namjoon in particular are like cold mafia bosses or like tough biker bad boys I'm like June is genuinely probably spritzing his bonsai right now or like looking at art or, like, taking a picture for his Instagram. I promise you this guy's not, like, roughing someone up in a back alley because <laughs> they looked at you wrong. Like, I promise that's not happening. Same thing with Yoongi. They, I don't know if this happens as much now, but there was definitely an era, and I think we talked about this in maybe our Tropes episode, too, where it was, like, ice cold, like, I don't know, like, cold guy, unemotive Yoongi. And I'm also, like guy that will like go fishing with Jen as I was already saying because he likes it even though he himself does not like it right and like 
this guy that cooks for all the members and is eating tangerines. Like, again, not roughing anyone up in a back alley. So it's <laughs> way about um, most Bongtong characterizations, but maybe I just think that they're all, like, pretty sweet guys, right, based off of the image we have of them. So it's hard for me to, like, put them in, like, a really tough guy position. Yeah. I agree. How about you? Are there ones that you're, like, tired of seeing? Mm, I mean, I I agree for, like, the Mafia one is kind of, like, overdone. I don't... Again, I guess it just depends, like, the quality of it. If it's, like, good, then I'll read it. But, yeah, I can agree that Mafia is, like, kind of overdone. I haven't been, like, reading fic that much lately. So I feel like my thoughts around like anything current aren't really helpful for this topic to be like yeah that's overdone um i can like hardly remember things that i've read so (laughs) i do think there are tropes that are more common but i don't know if i consider them like overdone but like if it's a bakery au excuse me i feel like it's usually gin that like runs or owns the bakery or like that's a common one for him um I mean, unsurprisingly, there's a lot of, like, Yoongi, like, music producer AUs, or I already touched on the Mafia thing. Um, There's a lot of, like, grumpy cat Yoongi that you can find out there, like, Catboy Yoongi, but, like, I 100% know where that's originating from. I don't think I mentioned that one yesterday (laughs) because I didn't want to trigger you, but here we are today already triggered, so um, (laughs) I'll mention it. I do think Hobie is either, like, and I touched on this maybe in too much detail yesterday, he's either, like, sunshine, golden retriever, boyfriend energy, or, like, ultra kinky. There is no in-between. Um, yeah. Are we getting into <laughs> I don't know member, if I should say this. Are we getting into what? member-specific characterizations now? Oh, yeah. I was just thinking about, like, okay. what's common, and I guess that my brain, like, led me there. Um yeah, I guess I'll just, like, round it out since I was already talking about it. I see a lot of, like, hot Professor Namjoon. Again, kind of understand where that's coming from. Um, Jimin is usually, or, like, I mean, he's usually a sweetheart, but I guess if he's, like, a side character in a fic, I feel like I've seen him as the ex you can't get over, like, a million times. Like, can relate. <laughs> um, Right? Like, everyone is trapped in Jimin's snares. Um, yeah. Tay is pretty varied. I've seen a lot of different things for him. Um, I agree with some of the ones you said yesterday, but I won't steal that thunder from you um, because I already know what you're going to say. And then, like, JK is a lot of, like, bad boy JK or, like, tattoo artist JK. Um, Mm -hmm. I think we were joking yesterday that he's, like, a AU come to life more recently. So, like, be careful what you write about JK, I guess, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot of, like, boxer JK, which is, like, a thing now. Um, he does do that. Uh, <laughs> or, like, like you were saying, like, the bad boy. Or he's, like, a tattoo artist or something, which, okay, he's may not, he might not be a tattoo artist, but he's definitely getting tatted. <laughs> um, Tay's usually, like, 
a, like something in like the art arts feel he's like a photographer or a a model an artist or something like that something artsy um I don't know I feel like barista Jimin is common maybe like college boy Jimin um I think I mentioned this yesterday he's always like portrayed as like hyper femme and these like member by member fix which I found really interesting um Hobie's always like and I feel like this goes to with people just neglecting him and Figs but he's always like this like really confused like gay and Figs like he never he's like never sure if he's like gay or straight like he's always like teetering like the other members are always just like so sure but he's all he's the only one that's like questioning his identity which I just find really strange like why is he always portrayed that way um but he's usually like a dancer or something artsy related as well um I've seen him be like a theater teacher or something like that in fix before <laughs> um <laughs> um I skipped over Namjoon, but I feel like you pretty much covered it with him being, like, some kind of hot professor, um, which, like, even Hive does in their own <laughs> creations of BTS and Webtoons. He's always some, like, gun-toting, glasses-wearing, like, nerd or something. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't uh, even unpack that character. I'm <laughs> here for three hours, like... Just know I have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> exactly. Tough guy, Yoongi, like you were saying. And I feel like Jin was, you are saying, was pretty on point for being like a baker or like a, a bookstore owner or like a, I don't know. Or he's like just stupid rich. Like he's like a... I was just going to say, CEO. <laughs> like I was like, I just thought of another one. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I just thought of another one, like CEO or trust fund Jin. Yeah. Like... I feel Tay, there's a lot of trust fund Tay out there too, if you really dig. Again, like the idle wealthy who just like collects art or something. I don't yeah. know. The two maybe go hand in hand. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that we, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you said that one yesterday, so it's funny we had that thought at like the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about it. Screaming. <laughs> um. Is that it? Or do you prefer longer fixes? We kind of touched on it a little bit. Do you prefer like longer fix, 100k words, 30 some chapters, or do you prefer like one shots? 100% prefer longer fix. I do read one shots as well. Um, and, you know, sometimes the one shots are like so long that the Tumblr app is literally still crashing in 2022. <laughs> like, I can't load the word count. And so you're like, oh, I guess I have to get my desktop computer for this because <laughs> my phone, like, app cannot even handle it. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, I do read one-shots, but when I find a fic that, like, meets my 
criteria or whatever like fits what I'm looking for like I just want to get lost in that world um you know I aspire to be up until 4 a.m finishing some amazing fic um like if it can keep me awake past like two that's like the highest possible compliment <laughs> that the fic could get so anyway yeah definitely prefer the longer ones um how about you yeah I also like the longer ones um but very key point that thing better be completed like I'm not starting it <laughs> if it's not completed I'm not because <laughs> there's definitely fix out there that have been like untouched since like 2015 um I don't care how good it is do not recommend me a fix that's not complete <laughs> I don't even want to read fix that are ongoing like the suspense of knowing you're, you may not finish this, I don't even want to do that to myself. Um, yeah. Complete it fix only. Yeah, it's kind of like watching an anime where, like, you have to wait every week and you're, like, out of the rhythm, I feel like. Because often I will read ongoing or incomplete fix, normally ongoing, right? And so then you have to, like, go back and, like, reread all the sections up until that new section or at least, like, the most recent few so you're, like, up to speed on whatever and can get into the pacing. So I agree with you. I prefer if they're complete, but it's not, like, a deal breaker for me. Yeah. I do love a good one-shot, though. Like, there's some people who who can write a long story and, like, keep you captivated the entire time even like the filler is like good right there are some people who like it's quite clear they don't really know where the story is going (laughs) it's just dragging you were like "Ooh, in this like this could have been a one shot you could have wrapped this up (laughs) we're like 30 chapters in the story is going nowhere like we need a resolution please Actually, we didn't talk about this yesterday, but the one thing that drives me insane is, like, when it's clear that the main arc has concluded, and then, like, I don't mind, like, a few cute one-shots about them, like, epilogues, like, a few years later, things like that, that's cute, but when it, like, should end, but it's, like, popular, and they just, like, keep it going, exactly. and I'm, like, yeah, again, like, where are we headed with this? So, I think I do, like, kind of, like, plot-driven fix. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell when someone's like they've mapped this out or someone's just doing this like on a weekly basis and they don't know like where this is going. <laughs> yeah. And even if you think you know where it's going, like sometimes it's easy to write yourself into a hole. Like I think um or like into a corner. We were talking about this more in the incomplete fix. Um but I mentioned yesterday that I had actually maybe Maybe I should have left this in yesterday, but I've already started this sentence. But I wrote, like, a Demon Yoongi fic on Tumblr that was, like, decently popular. And I thought I had it, like, all planned out. And then I was like, wait, there's, like, a bazillion plot holes that make no sense. And so it's, like, seven of eight that's, like, finished. And it's been, like, I don't even want to say probably, like, five years. And, like, I'm so sorry to anyone who was reading that. But, like, at this point, there's no way I can give you the last section. (laughs) And this is not an invitation to go and look for it, but it was just like, you think you know what you're doing, but alas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did mention yesterday that I've written one fake in my life that is somewhere now in like the depths of Wattpad. 
Um, it was like a Harry Styles horror one shot. <laughs> um, I would consider getting into like writing at least again. It was a fun experience, and I really did enjoy like creative writing in college. But props to people who do sit down and take time to write these fics because like you said before they're no, no one's getting paid for this for the most part unless you like get really popular and then you know you get a book deal or a movie deal or something like that but for the most part people aren't getting paid um and it takes a lot of like planning and effort and time to do this especially when like you're in school school probably writing these figs or you're at work writing these figs um yeah shout out people shout out to people who take the time to actually write these figs for us to consume a hundred percent i have nothing to add but agree (laughs) um so What do you want to tackle next? Do you want to do, like, recommendations? I guess so. What's the wildest thing you've read, Julie? Oh. Well, okay. Oh, this is where I was like, uh, I don't know what Spotify is filtering. <laughs> so I don't know if I can say it. Um, so there's this one fic that sticks in my head again. Um, probably not gonna like link it. Um, but if you know, you know, it wasn't even wild in a bad way, but it was a Hobie like sex therapist AU and he's like helping you work through like past issues. And it's just like, whoever wrote this must have been involved. Like, I don't know if, if they're like super pro sex positive or some kind of like activist, you know, or like, um, really knowledgeable in the like kink community or something. But even though it was very explicit by nature, right? <laughs> like given the content, it, it was like very wholesome at the same time. And so I'm just in awe of something that could have been like really like PWP <laughs> was actually not right. Um, and it was super, super, um, super wholesome there's a lot of fix where it's like instant love and then like (laughs) instant what comes after and like I'm not opposed to the what comes after but I need some like build up otherwise I'm just like (laughs) so you saw each other from across the room and like that's it (laughs) you know um so I think a lot of those can get really wild (laughs) allegedly not that I would know but um no definitely It'll be like they see him at a party and then like the next scene one of them's like tied up on the bed and like how do we get here <laughs> i know <laughs> what's the escalation <laughs> exactly exactly Can how about you talk about whatever like hold or grip what what is it 50 shades had on like the community for a while and just everyone was just like into bds <laughs> what what <laughs> That is a very, like, specific, like, like, subset of kings, right? Like, that's, <laughs> I don't want to say it's unrealistic, but that's not what 
everyone's sex lives look like. So I just don't know why, like, every fic was just, like, like that was it. Like, that's all you were reading. <laughs> yeah. I think in the same way that we said, like, carting fingers through hair, like, smirking or orbs gets, like, yeah caught up. Like, a lot of people see something that they've read separately that they really liked and then like want to apply it to every single scenario but like variety is the spice of life okay (laughs) um maybe spice applied a little too literally here but um the interesting thing is like I will say I'm not knowledgeable really about like the kink community or like BDSM but what I've heard is like um that Fifty Shades wasn't even, like, that representative of, like, healthy relationship dynamics, which, again, makes sense because it itself was started as a Twilight fic, and I would argue that, like, a 120-year-old vampire thirsting over a 17-year-old is probably not the most, not to mention the level of repression in Twilight, but anyway, like, that's probably not the healthiest either. Yeah. Spoken as a person that ate Twilight up, so. (laughs) Agreed. Fifty Shades was, uh... It was an era, but yeah, it was not healthy at all. <laughs> like, nothing that was going on in that book was right. I actually have not read it or seen the movies. I've somehow, like, avoided Oh my god, ha- okay. Just, just entertain it. Just, okay, don't watch the <laughs> movies. Just read the books. Just so you can understand what was going on in that moment. <laughs> the thing that's so confusing to me is, like, I feel like I know roughly, like, what it's about. And, like, I remember so many, like, I don't know, people that I would not expect to be, like, publicly on board with with that, like, proudly toting that book around, you know? (laughs) It was everywhere. (sighs) Yeah. But this isn't a Fifty Shades of Grey podcast. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yes. The wildest thing that I've read... um, There's a fake called House of Cards. And it has to be wild enough because I still remember what it was called. Um, I'll never forget it. It's like completely altered the way that I look at things. Um, it's a mafia fic. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. I think this was like a really <laughs> popular fic in the fandom as well. BTS fandom. Specifically. Um, and yeah it was a wild story like from getting to end um a lot of sexual content drugs violence like it was a lot um I would say it was mostly centered around like the Machne line um I won't go into full details I feel like I described it more yesterday but I'll Sarah, uh, I will spare that to save us some time. If you want to read it, um, feel free. If you know what I'm talking about, yeah. <laughs> but it was like it's the wildest thing that I've ever read, to the point where like it has like altered the way that I look at Blood, Sweat, and Tears, Jimin, because that's what it was based on, I believe, at the time. So I can't even like look at that music video without at least thinking about that fan fiction at least once like it's is it was it was that bad 
after you were talking about it yesterday, there's like a part of me that's curious, but I also like Blood, Sweat, and Tears is super special. That was my first like big comeback, you know, where I was like trying to stream and stuff. And I'm obsessed with like silver haired Jimin, so I'm just like too scared. I feel like I shouldn't for my own like well being. <laughs> it was it was nuts. Like I've never <laughs> played anything like this. It was also like a really long one too. So there's a lot of drama going on. Um Yeah. I guess yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll pass. <laughs> we are talking like the wildest thing we've ever read, not specifically recommendations, so <laughs> Yeah. Um, do you wanna give your recommendations? Yeah, um I have a lot. Um I feel like maybe I went too in depth um, yesterday, <laughs> but um, yeah, I do have a few um, that I will share. Um, again, check content warnings. Some of them are are spicy. I endorse you reading these only if you are of legal <laughs> legal age. Um, I think. Um, the first one that comes to mind is called Act On It. Um, it was by at Junie Beanie. All of my recs are from Tumblr because, like I said, I got stuck in the Tumblr era. Um, so it's like vampire and barista Yoongi ex reader. So it sounds like there's a lot going on, and like there is, but the thing I like about this specific fic is that, like, the vampire element is somewhat de-emphasized like it's very much there but instead of being like I know what you are like <laughs> you know uh Yungi is kind of like you know like if I bite you it's not gonna be like this like amazing wonderful magical thing like that shit hurts you know so <laughs> I just kind of like like realistic vampire Yungi, um and it's more about like I guess, reader, your, like, growing crush on him as a barista, like, as someone on your campus. Um, so anyway, definitely recommend that. Um, another Yoongi rec I have is called The Dinner Party by at Lamorche, L-A-M-O-U-R-C-H-E. I recommend pretty much everything um, this Tumblr has written. This author is one of my all-time faves, and she actually wrote, like, a separate holiday non-fic novella that I actually like purchased um so I'm a big fan but it's like grumpy grad student Yoongi and you I think you're like an on-campus librarian or research assistant but you two run in similar circles but aren't really friends and you kind of get off on the wrong foot so it's not like pure enemies you're not like mortally opposed but you kind of don't really like each other and so there's a tension there that like um grows and yeah it's very slow burn mature like people working through their issues I guess um adult not in the sense of like sexual content though that's also there but just like adult in terms of like what they're dealing with um pretty much anything by at under the June um, as the name implies, they're Namjoon-focused primarily, so I'm, like, weak for that. 
there's one in particular um, that I reread frequently. Again, like strong content warnings here called Hammer at Home, uh, where <laughs> Jimin is your ex, as I was alluding to earlier, like Jimin is the ex. But um, you end up moving in with June as like a roommate type situation. Um, but he's had like a thing for you forever. Um, the two of you have previously hooked up and I guess it like didn't go well. <laughs> so the reader is like kind of um, opposed to it progressing, but it obviously does. Um, there's also one. Uh, okay. I have two more and then I'll stop. And there's a few other ones that come to mind, but I don't know the name. So I'll leave it there. Um, there's one called by its cover by at gimme some sugar and it's a JK bad first impression, but not actual bad boy. Um, thick. um, and then, uh, I lost my train of thought cause I had to cancel a phone call really fast. Um, yes, there's a JK one. It is F boy JK extreme proceed at your own risk. <laughs> The author does reader insert, but um, we might have to pause it here. Um, I think her at is at Sugar Cookie Monsters, and I'm pretty sure she's a writer of color because um, she was featured on um, a bunch of like diversify your your thread, uh, your reading threads. Um, and, like, the writing is so funny and so good. JK is an absolute menace. An absolute menace. So, like, <laughs> a charming menace, but, like, will probably mess you up. <laughs> he starts out as your lab partner. Let me find it real quick. Give me two seconds. And I will leave it there. I feel like all these people are, like the tumblr equivalent of like mutuals because they'll do like um like you know like holiday celebrations where like each person writes one chapter for a member like a one shot or something they do them together a lot and they're all fantastic and i'm just like obsessed with them um okay Okay, so the at is at sugar-cookie, K-O-O-K-I-E, monster. And then um, the fic itself, if I could just click really fast. My computer is like steaming. I can hear the fans running. <laughs> they write for everyone, so you'll probably find something you like. Again, check the content warnings, please. I beg you. Okay, so the College F-Boy JK series is called Ego. So 100% recommend if you're grown. And I'll leave it there. How about mm-hmm. you? Um, I only have two recommendations. Cause like I said, I can't really remember too many of the that I read. <laughs> um, enough to even find them. But there is one that I remember by name um, on AO3. And that's Hand in Hand by the meta bard um it is completed 
60 chapters. I think one is a, a like there's 61. I think the last one is a like a one shot, kind of like a years later thing. Um, it is a. I'll read the little bluff here. It says Namjoon's a deaf college professor. Yoongi is his husband and a songwriter. Sukjin is their case manager. Um, Hoseok, Jungkook, Tae, and Jimin are kiddos with their own sets of challenges and triumphs. It was a super cute story. Um, I feel like it had a good mix of bluff, angst. Um, there is smut in there. So, again, proceed with your own caution if you're not into that. Um, but, yeah. Uh, that was a good story, and I have to find the recommendation that I made that's on Twitter. It is an AU. Um, uh, it's an AU by uh, Twitter user Little Lux Ray. Um, the author is Lux, and she draws. And it's this vampire AU that she's drawing on Twitter and kind of, like, continuing just as she um, proceeds to draw new stories for this. So it's not, like, a full story you can read, like, you would think, a, think of a typical fan fiction. Um, but you do see, like, a story evolve through her drawings. Um, and she's been doing this for, like, years. I would say, like, probably at least three years now. Um, she's been doing these these drawings, and it's, like, super cute. And I'm always, like, looking forward to see, like, whatever it is that she'll post and continue to update it. So, that one is still ongoing. Yeah, that's all for me on Rex. After you recommended it yesterday, I 100% went and looked at, like, every single picture <laughs> that Little Lux Ray has ever posted um, as part <laughs> of this vampire AU. And I was just, like, smashing the like button. Um, like, you know, how you can see, like, you know, so-and-so has liked this post and it will, like, show up on your own feed. I'm sure all my friends were like, why is there so much, like, spooky Halloween vampire <laughs> stuff on the timeline on a random day in March? Um, but yeah, it was amazing. That art is so good. Um, I was actually wondering if they also do, like, webtoons, because I feel like they have such a unique style, but I feel like I've seen like a similar style on one particular webtoon and I'm like, are you this person? But like, let me not expose them if they are and don't want to be known. I don't know. <laughs> um, it is, it's, it's cute. And because that she's been doing it so long, you can see like the evolution of her art style from like the beginning till now. So um, it, it's really, it's, it's really cool. It's also like super cute. because like every Halloween she does this like portrait of the like three vampires well there's four the three like that's it's kind of centered around at least um in this in the story she does like a portrait of them like every halloween and it's like almost like a family picture and it's like the cutest thing ever <laughs> so next halloween i'm looking forward to seeing what she puts out I think that she does it, like, all with pencil, at least how it looks. Like, she's actually physically drawing, I yeah. assume, knowing nothing about art. And the idea of, like, seeing someone drawing something like that in, like, a notebook or sketchbook as I'm, like, drawing a stick figure is, like, actually, <laughs> actually like, baffling to me. Exactly. I'm, like, sometimes I think I have talent, and then I see stuff like this, I'm, like, actually, I can't do anything. <laughs> 
But um, that's it on Rex. I think we're at our last topic related to this, at least. Um, I guess I kind of wanted to touch on what are your thoughts about fan fiction? I mean, I know that you read it right, but there's some discourse um, in the community about whether fan fiction is ethical or not, right? Like, is it right um, to... read consume write fan fictions right is this something that the artist would find um i don't want to say offensive but they might be uncomfortable with it um or do you think it's fine yeah <laughs> this is so hard to answer um i don't know how i can answer without sounding like hypocritical because i've admitted to like reading and writing and generally consuming fan fiction content um I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with fan fiction but I think and I was kind of like alluding to this earlier with my own thing against idle AUs is like you really have to keep it fictional you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like you have to know that it's not reality and like what you're consuming maybe bears like the likeness or is inspired by the likeness of that person, but is not that person. Um, And I think there's a lot of really creative people writing really good stuff. Um, So it's hard for me to say it's like completely immoral, right? Because if I thought it was, I like wouldn't do it. But what I, I do think is like, don't bring that fiction or that fantasy into reality like I think I was recently talking about um the Eric Nam concert that I went to I think a couple episodes ago and um people had brought signs some of which were so explicit he couldn't even read what they said out loud (laughs) but uh, just like kind of like really thirsty or wild stuff um and like we all have thoughts right and we all have like I don't know probably like varying degrees of of attraction if attraction is something you experience like to our idols whatever the fandom or two characters in a show um but like fundamentally remembering the boundary of like what you read for example about Eric Nam online does not reflect with how you interact with like Eric Nam the person in real life. And so I think that's where it gets like complicated and kind of messy. Um, There's something else I wanted to say about like uncomfortable, but I forget. But yeah, I think the main thing is like no boundaries, know that it's fiction and like be respectful of that. I I just remembered the other thing I wanted to say. I think, like, musician fan fiction or, like, fan fiction about actors, potentially, could be... It's, like, a gray area compared to, like, if you write a fanfic about Draco, for example, from Harry Potter, like, Draco does not exist. Um, He's a character in a book that you've wanted to, like, expand backstory or, like, you know, imagine certain things, but... 
um, Yoongi the Vampire Barista does not exist, right? But, like, Min Yoongi the person does does exist. And so I think that's why it's, like, a gray area. Because he could go on the internet, see something, and feel weird about it. So Yeah, I agree. Um, That's definitely where things can get weird. I also think shipping plays a large part of this and we're going to have our shipping conversation at some point and it's kind of why I feel like I've stopped reading fan fiction in recent years because I was reading so much like member x member fix um and I guess it just got to a point where I was like how would the members feel reading this right um I, I don't know how they would feel about it. And I guess the thought of it potentially bothering them also bothered me. So I haven't really been reading fics like that. Um, I think fan fiction like largely is fine. But like you were saying, I think there's people who can't distinguish between what's real and what isn't and they tend to often cross the line and bring those things to reality and essentially like break that fourth wall and force certain things on to the artists and like you said it gets weird when you're writing about someone that's like real (laughs) as opposed to writing about someone from a movie or tv show um so i mean i i think it it can be fine um but you have to know your boundaries probably like with most things right yeah on the flip side like hybe literally is collaborating with wattpad and is writing webtoon and like actively encourages the Bangtan universe which is all like fictional portrayals of the members likeness as well so that's basically I mean it is like company sponsored fan fiction right Mm -hmm. um maybe the type of content is different um in terms of like not as graphic let's say um but I don't know like even the Yoongi that people are writing about I don't know why I keep saying Yoongi. He's just, like, top of mind right now. But any member, right? Like, the Yoongi that a writer imagines is also fiction. Like, Yoongi or, you know, like, Hot Professor Namjoon. Like, Hot Professor Namjoon does not exist, right? (laughs) So (laughs) much to like maybe my personal chagrin, right? But um, as long as you can realize that like the portrayals you're reading are not really those people, Mm -hmm. I think it's okay. But I understand your concerns and I do think it's like a gray area and everyone's going to land somewhere different with like what they're comfortable with. Yeah. I guess it's like, okay, hot Professor Namjoon doesn't exist. But Namjoon with a really high IQ does exist, right? Or, like, you know, you see him go on Problematic Men and he's solving, like, 
<laughs> these like riddles in like one minute compared to like everyone else in the room or what were they calling him like rm pago or whatever when he was sitting there like calculating like math <laughs> like <laughs> matter of seconds right and jen was looking at him like how are you doing this <laughs> right so fictional the way rm is portrayed in fan fictions doesn't exist but it is like bit off of like this reality and i think some people have a hard time with like distinguishing between the two yeah Right? Like, the, like you were saying, like, the whole, like, cold Yoongi thing. It was a trope at one point of Yoongi being, like, the, like you were saying, the Sundere type. This, like, kind of, like, cool guy. Or whatever. So they've just taken this and, like, run with it in fan fiction and make him, like, the asshole who, like, suddenly falls in love with you. Or whatever. Like, for whatever reason. So, like, those tropes that could be negative, like, live on in, like, fan fiction and people have a hard time, like, distinguishing between the two. Yeah. And so maybe the issue is not the, like, consumption of fic itself, but the, like, inability to, like, identify things as fiction it may be like you take one aspect of one i don't know pushed part is not the word but like i think that like hype slash big hit in the early days was like pushing yungi as like the cold guy right given his portrayal on some of the bong bong bombs but now we know that that's also not reality um i mean we should have known then too but it's become more clear over time and so You take one aspect, right? Like, even if that aspect is real, let's assume that Yoongi is cold, which I for one don't, but like, okay, Yoongi is cold. You take that, someone takes that, they build a character around that trait, but that character that they've built, even if it has the name Yoongi and like, it is not him. Like, I don't think any individual thick writer can ever fully, how do you fully encapsulate one human, right? Or like, even movies... I guess I, I guess I view it like I don't know movies based on true events or whatever, right? Like people take liberties all the time, right? Yeah. Like how true is that ghost documentary that you're watching that's based off of true events? They maybe took one happening, like a spooky situation at an old house, and turned it into something else entirely. Yeah, and sometimes it's like a lot more subtle than that, and so I think maybe that's what you're saying is like the changes are subtle, but in my head like the changes are still imposed by the third person the writer so i don't know but you're allowed to feel weird about it that's the joy right don't have to consume yeah i'd be curious like what our listeners think about it too because it is definitely like not cut and dry yeah i think for me it's not so much the The fan fiction itself, like, I think I mentioned yesterday, like, the shipping thing is worse for me than, like, <laughs> right? Because I feel like that's where people have a hard time distinguishing between what's real and what what isn't. And I feel like fan fiction can contribute to that problem that I feel like fandoms have with shipping, where they make shipping an issue. So that's what gets me, really, at the end of the day. And maybe... 
like your opinion is also influenced by your past experience with fandom because I remember you talking about um I think wonder I think it was one direction that you were saying like some of the members like couldn't even interact with each other like later on or like wouldn't because the shipping of the members was so intense so like yeah I mean that's like a real life example of what can happen yeah exactly I mean, we'll have our shipping conversation later, but yes, I agree. I'm probably influenced by other groups because of this. I will say that, like, so I'm really not a shipper, and I'm over here not even really reading member X member fix, right? I'm reading, like, fix, like self-insert fix, um, which is maybe a different kind of Delulu, different brand, but... Um, I have to assume that there are shippers out there who, like, have a ship that they like to see or, like, have an interaction that they like to see and maybe, like, get excited about but can, like, still maintain that level of separation, let's say. But there's so many out there, particularly on Twitter, that are just so off the cuff. Um if people still say that, but just completely going crazy that, like, it does make it hard to tell, like, are they a big proportion of people that ship? Are they one, like, 1.01%, but then just, like, extremely vocal? Like, it's hard to know. But yeah, like you said, we'll have a shipping conversation later. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I won't comment to keep keep the conversation going. We'll have this talk later. Yeah. Um. Anything else? Any other thoughts on fan fiction? No, I think I pretty much shared it. I would just say, like, always read content warnings because what one person is into may not be what you're into. Even, like, not explicit. You just might not want whatever the topic of that fic is. Um yeah always maintain that like awareness that it's not real um and like enjoy it I feel like there's a lot of really amazing fics out there that are as good or better than like certain published books that I've read and as you mentioned a lot of writers are getting book deals right so there's a lot of like really high quality stuff out there too yep agreed I don't really have any more additional thoughts on it um maybe I should try me reading more quality reader X member fix or whatever I don't know there's a lot of material out there so I will say I mean reader insert and I know we're like wrapping so I won't like go off on a huge tangent but like reader insert fix do sometimes get a bad rap but I think just like anything else you just have to be like really selective for what you're looking for and mm-hmm. at this point, like, I know more or less the criteria that I'm flexible on and, like, what I'm not flexible on, you know? So you just got to keep digging and dip when you need to dip. <laughs> There's got to be more, like, original character figs out there. That's true. We didn't really talk about it. Right? Like, not you being in the story, but <laughs> you build on this original character that the author has come up with i'm sure that's out there 
I would think it would be. I would they like to read more of those. They definitely do exist. I think a lot of them fall into the same trap of like she's tiny and she's female and she has long flowing hair um that's obviously not the case all the time but if people have good like original character recommendations i am all ears yeah i want to see more like diversity in fix right i mean i'm sure there's poc writers out there who are writing um so i'd be interested in reading that agree well we didn't quite make it to an hour 50 but i think we had a long (laughs) and fruitful conversation i'm not exactly sure where we shaved off 18 minutes um maybe me ranting about professor hot professor namjoon for 18 minutes unclear i think we originally ranted about the concert a little bit more too yeah actually we ranted about the concert a lot i think now that i think about it but whatever we're here so (laughs) we are gonna sign off and like triple quadruple quintuple sextuple septuple save these files (laughs) like please oh man all right that was today's episode of girls with fun let's wrap it up before some crash happens or something (laughs) we will hopefully see you next time (laughs) right bye bye